What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. <laughs> Lennon, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, man. Great week. Look, our show is back, so I'm hyped. Like, I'm in it. Like, I know I know a lot of y'all have been like, man, y'all haven't been into some reviews. Like, where's the succession review? Me and Schubert are catching up. Don't worry. Where's... I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, it's close. Season three now. Oh, you're on season three? Oh, my God. Okay, I got to catch up then. All right. Well, yeah, no. What's, yeah. what's, what's going to happen? I, I, I finished season two. I'm about to start season three. Okay, I'm almost done season two. I just have like an episode left. All right. But uh, I started Yellowstone with the Discord asked me to. Funny enough, we're going to talk about a trailer that's made by uh, Taylor Sheridan. Yellowstone is great. Um, like a prequel. Almost. Yeah. Oh, it, like, it, yeah. Con, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of. We'll talk about that. But uh, but no, man, our show is back. It's always sunny. I'm excited. I'm, I actually watched that lot. Like, well, not live. I DVR it. So I watched it like right after. I didn't have to wait for Hulu or whatever. Yeah, no, I watched on Hulu in the morning. It was easier without commercials. True. I did have to fast forward. I'm in no hurry to to watch it. And, you know, it's not like we're doing it on Wednesdays anymore. True, true. So uh, we do have time. We're going to always have it. So that's yeah. a good thing. But I will say this season started off a lot better than last season. You were someone who was anti the start of last season, if I remember correctly. You said it started I don't slow. <clears throat> I don't even remember. That's, why, that's probably why it was so bad. Because last season, I remember you said it didn't get good till Thunder Gun Express 4, which was like the fourth episode into the thing. Was last season not the season with the where they had to go to sensitivity training? Uh, that was, yeah. Yeah. That, that two seasons ago. No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 wait. Sensitivity. That was training. the best damn episode I've seen in a long time. The sensitivity training episode where like everything's PC and, and like. Yeah, where they had to, to go to that hotel and they had to like. Two seasons ago. Okay, yeah. Two seasons ago. Last, last season, last season was uh Thundergun Express where they did the test thing and they were trying to and like they were trying to make a movie so it's not PC, like kind of like with the new kind of like the second episode. Kinda, but a little bit different. I think the I think last season's episode worked a little bit better, but like oh we'll talk about it. We'll get to it. But excited to uh talk all things, it's always sunny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to get down to that. We got another Hawkeye to talk about, and we'll talk a little bit about Super Crooks, getting that started. And we have something similar in the notes that is similar to what Super Crooks is, so uh, we'll be able to talk a little bit about that also, more there. Also, we get to talk about the best Spider-Man franchise is back. <laughs> yeah, it is back with a with the trailer that's got me more excited than the others. Same, same, same. I was in the discord talking about that. I was like, bro, this trailer has me way more excited than no way home. It just does. Yeah. No need all the, all the all castings. The, mm-hmm. You see the story and they did it and see they're smart. Their cameos are like, Ooh, these are cameos that we've never gotten to see. Spider Gwen, Spider-Man 2099. But their cameos pertain to Miles' story and whatever story they're trying to tell. Granted, the nostalgia bombs of No Way Home might tell to Tom Holland's story, but at least with the Spider-Man No Way, at least with Spider-Man uh, Spider-Verse thing, they didn't start with, hey, we got Doc Ock, we got this, we got that. No, they started with my man chilling in his room Looking, looking a little older. Look, having some linden yeah, hair, having some linden yeah. hair going on. Like, dude, did, dude. his hair did grow. 
his hair, like my, my man's in college. He said, I'm not, I'm look, I gotta let it grow a little longer. Gotta let the curls relax a little bit. I see him out there. But we'll talk about that. Like we're jumping ahead. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's get started. So uh, first story in the world of Star Wars, we had a casting for Sabine Redden recently, but now Ivana Sackno, who best known for her role in Pacific Rim Uprising, she's been cast as Rosario Dawson, as opposite Rosario Dawson and Natasha Lee, Liu Borzizo, uh in the limited series Ahsoka. And she will be playing a newly created character, which is good to hear, you know, that they are going to make some other characters for this show besides the ones that we've had in the cartoon space. Okay, that's not bad. I'm not mad at that. Not get you a new character for I was wondering, like, what you were starting with. And I was like, can I start with Spider-Man? Okay, it makes sense starting with Star Wars. It's cool, though. You know, we got to hear a little bit more about it. Wait and see what they who she is and trailer and whatnot. But I'm excited that they're filling out that stuff. For them to put out her name so early and so prominent, I've made, it makes me feel like it's a three-person team. Mm. And she's a third. Mm, that's Probably a good just point. like another warrior. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, um, no, this is, this is dope. Big story out of Amazon Prime. <laughs> They have announced an eight-episode pickup of Diabolical, an animated anthology series set in the same universe as the hit superhero show, The Boys. Diabolical features a slew of writing talent from across the entertainment industry with episodes featuring stories by Aquafina, Garth Ennis, Elliot Nalana Glazer, Simon Rocopia, Justin Roiland, and Ben Bayuth, Andy Samberg, and Aisha Tyler. Seth Rogen and uh, Goldberg are also going to serve as writers. Can't remember which Goldberg that is. There's so many. Evan. Evan. Uh, Rogen and Goldberg offered a statement ever since we saw the animated film, The Animatrix, a series of short animated films based in the universe of The Matrix. We wanted to rip it off, and today our dream has come true. I've wanted to rip that off. Like that. Like that. I think that's every nerd's dream to rip off the Animatrix and. And they're going to do it, but in a tasteful way. And it's going to work with this. And the fact that they remind me of super crooks in a sense, but with not a cohesive story. But the fact that they're tapping into not only like Alana Glazer, Garth Ennis, Andy Samberg, but like that, that Justin Roiland episode is going to be nuts. Cause I just, I just finished uh, solar opposite season two. Cause I've been, clamoring for adult animated is it, television is the, is the the little people in the ant farm not the the greatest thing that's ever been made. bruh bruh the greatest they, story ever when the war happened and they took over from that dude and dude did the twist and killed that one nah bro nah and then they do the cop stuff in there where where homeboys like it's too quiet but a murder took place and he has to figure out the murder like the little people are crazy. Like I would much rather the show about the little people, but the aliens are cool. Yeah, uh, but this is going to be really awesome. We, you know, we love the boys and to see a lot of different stories told. This goes back to my theory. Of, this goes back to my theory of Seth Rogen never acting again. It's over. Mm. I mean, he's doing little things here and there. He's about to be in that. Uh, what do you call it? The Tommy and Pam. Yeah, but like, but like, you know what I mean? Like doing stuff like uh, this is the end or doing stuff like the interview like that. That's uh, the comedy Seth Rogen era is over. 
They don't need it. He doesn't. But I really think that Franco stuff hurt him. Like, I think that Franco stuff really, really hurt him. And like, I think that's that that goes into the reason why he's like not messing with it. He's like, well, I'm gonna go work with my other friend who is not problematic. And I know he's not. And we can just write stuff together. I want to live in Canada and and have a weed brand and smoke weed and just write and make cool TV shows that I think are dope. And like it's working for him. Like the boys is Amazon promote like. When you look at Amazon promotions, the show that they promote the most is the boys. Like that's their oh, yeah. bread. That's their bread and butter. And like Seth Rogen has the biggest Amazon show. Um, he 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 has some other stuff that like he worked on that 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 was pretty good, like preacher and stuff. But like he's killing it. So you know, do you yeah. think Seth? All right. Well, that gets us into the trailers. Uh, let's talk about the scary stuff first. Studio six 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 lame. Is wait, wait, was that? That's the Foo Fighters what, thing. Was that real? Like I, I yes. watched that trailer and I was like, "Is this real?" Yes. I thought I watched it in February. We talked about it on the on the show. I thought I watched the wrong thing. Well, that shit looks ass. That looks like yeah. a two, like a okay. two pack of ass, and it goes back to the theory of things that drop in January and February are the trash. Yeah, that looks bad, real bad. Sheesh! I, th- yeah. I like I said, I thought it was fake. I thought I watched like some YouTube fake shit. It's yeah, it has that look to it for sure, and you can tell that those people can't act. It looked like the Undertaker shit with uh, with WWE. You remember that thing you yeah. asked me about the other day? Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it looked like. Don't forget about that. But uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre looked pretty good, though. All right, that's the only thing I didn't watch. That's the only thing I didn't okay. watch. Well, I mean, it's, you know, pretty much same premise. Dude has a chainsaw, and the chainsaw has some teenagers. What looks more exciting to you, that or Scream? Scream. Okay. All right. Well, that tells me what I need to know then. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. Uh, let's talk uh, the Doc Antle story. See, I thought she was going to talk about that trash ass Jack Reacher show before we get to that hot fire Doc Antle. Don't, 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 don't. All right. Let's put talk some, Jack Reacher then. Put you, some you respect. Didn't like the Jack Reacher show? Put some respect on my man Doc Antle's name. Well, let me not say my man no more because, like, this, 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 this thing might be a little problematic. Yeah. We'll get to that. But this, okay. I love me some, you know, we're, we're big Alan Richardson fans, man. We pull for him ever since Blue Mountain State. Titans, Hawk was our favorite character. I heard he was in Jack Reacher. I thought this was going to be some, some serious stuff. My man's in a comedy version of Jack Reacher, bro. This is more like the book. Where's the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher at? Where he's doing international. I was a little confused about it. I was like, I thought, I was like, I thought Jack Reacher was really serious. <laughs> I thought he was an international man of intrigue, but that's Tom Cruise for you. Now we're going to some small town. Like this is some wannabe fucking, um, what's that fucking show with Timothy Oliphant that I love? Um, Oh shit. Uh, Justified. (laughs) This is like some justified shit. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of, it's kind of lame. It didn't. I was was disappointed. I really was. Cause I expected this to be like, Alan's hit like I was hyped for him and like this seems super campy yeah it does I mean I'll probably give it give the first one a watch just because like I do trust Amazon same I'm gonna watch the first three you know we're gonna give it the three episode tester well I mean I'll watch one (laughs) if I ain't feeling I might just stop it it gives you that vibe in the trailer I get it I get it 
Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Doc, man. I think that this it was really smart for them to split because like yep. let, let the Tiger King two be its own thing. I think a lot of people wanted to watch Tiger King two in order to get more Doc Antle. So like make the whole thing just Doc Antle. It's three parts. You know, I, I mean, I'm in on that. I haven't seen Tiger King two yet, but I'm gonna watch this. I haven't seen Tiger King two yet because my girlfriend was like, I don't want to watch it. Like. She heard from her friends that it was like whatever. And I was just like, I, I was mad on it because like Carol Baskin suing. So I was like, how much is this new stuff? Like, is it what we know? Are they stretching this cartel shit? I'll eventually watch it. But see this, I think this is going to be Netflix's hit. This is intrigue. Like what's going on with Doc Anton? What's up with this? Like dude was part of the old Netflix uh, documentary. The one with the Seattle cold, like we're tying in documentary lore. Like, What's up with this? The Netflix documentary verse. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're tying in that Doc Antle to that? Oh, I'm in. I'm in. My man, I can't say my man. I can't stop that because, see, I was team Doc Antle. Now I don't know anymore. Man's problematic. I've never been team Doc Antle. (laughs) He was always sketchy. Even in the Tiger King or whatever, they said he was a cult. Said so he learned how to manipulate people. Well, who else were you going to be team of in that, in that show? Can't be team Joy Exotic. Can't be team, team Carol Basket. Team dude who like went to Sweden. The, the camera guy. The director. The sleazy producer. Yeah. <laughs> With the hat. <laughs> but this, this looks great. I'm into it. I'm ready. I'm ready to see the fall of Doc Antle. People are like, people said like in that trailer, they're like, oh yeah, once we saw him in Tiger King, we're ready to take him down. <laughs> they came out the woodwork, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I can't wait to hear all the stories. It's gonna be great. I'm ready. These women about um, to fuck that dude up. That dude's going down. Next up, finally, a reason that you may want to check out Paramount Plus, uh, nineteen or eighteen eighty three, the western um, prequel, quote unquote, to Yellowstone, Kinda, uh, with yeah. Sam Elliott and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. I'm in. Tim McGraw. Looks like he's going to act as an ass off. See, that's the only thing I'm like, okay, let's see if Tim McGraw can pull it off, man. That's what I'm interested in. Can he pull it off? You know, Sam Elliott's going to bring it. Oh, yeah, no, Sam Sam Elliott 100% is going to bring it. Like, like, this is like, when when you when I imagined what the show was going to be, I imagined Sam Elliott. And then when I saw the trailer and I saw Sam Elliott, I was like, oh, yeah. In the first three uh, trailers of Yellowstone on Peacock, the rest I think is on Paramount Plus. Like I'm, I'm watch, I'm on season one of P- on Peacock because the Discord shout out guy Tyler told me about it and checked it out. It was great. Like I always did like Taylor Sheridan as a writer and like yeah. some of the stuff he makes. He makes great content and like anytime he makes a western, that's really his bag. Yeah, I, you know, I think this is gonna be that good, good old classic. Western period drama. Did you know that? Did you I see? I never knew Taylor Sheridan as like the actor. I always liked his writing, but like he's a pretty prominent, like you know his face, but like Wind River, yeah. Hell or High Water, Mayor Kingstown, Sicario, all that stuff is gas. So like I'm I'm all I'm all in on Taylor Sheridan as like a TV action writer without remorse. So I'm in. Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to check that show out for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of excitement around it because you know a lot of people like Yellowstone. I need to get into that too. Plus, I played Oregon Trail growing up, so like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, we talked about it a lot in the beginning, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I mean, we really talked about majority of the trailer, really. We talked Fucking about great. It, the beginning, um, and every kind of just all flashes around there. I think the biggest part about this trailer is the part one. Mm-hmm. And and it it tells me that like yes, it's still Miles' story, but I feel like we're branching off from that at some point. Like I feel like part two might be a branch off from that. And like nothing wrong with that. Like Miguel O'Hara could probably carry, Spider Grin could probably carry. Not saying that Miles won't be in it. I just don't know if he'll be the focus as much after this one. Probably. Yeah. I'm Either way, I don't know whether he'll be the main focus of this one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think that he is definitely going to be a big part of it. Uh, obviously, Gwen's going to play a big part too. So, but Oscar Isaac is like top build. So, like, yeah, that's that's Miguel O'Hara. So that's going to be a lot of Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and I'm in, I'm into that. Like Batman Beyond Spider Man, give it to me, and I'm interested to see how they do their multiverse jumping from timeline to timeline it's very interesting of how well, sony, it's, it's animated is so much easier mm-hmm, and how sony has this i think this is going to be successful i think this is looked big. like they were even going to dabble more into uh you know you know how like in spider-verse or whatever each character like had their distinct artistic style it looks like mm-hmm. they're going to keep that true to sense with when they get into different verses too which is going to be kind of cool yep and i like the upgrade of miles's costume i'm all in mm-hmm. i'm all in on this all right, well, moving right along into our other stories. So, Kobe Smolders, pretty much knew this was probably going to happen. She's going to appear in Secret Invasion as uh, Maria Hill. Um, Wait, you know, before, that, that, before we go into this trash story, because like, like you said, we knew she's going to be in here. I can't believe you disrespected the God that is coming in January that's going to save us from trash movies and get us through to the Batman. Peacemaker! The real trailer dropped. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, it was like the real trailer. I mean, it is just as cool as all the other trailers. The relationship with his dad is definitely going to be something that obviously is going to play a big role. It's very interesting how poor he is. Like, how poor, like, like how he has no money. And he's like this secret agent bum. If I had one issue with it, it's just like, you know, they make him into this character that's like, Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, like killing kids and shit like that. When like that's like his mo, and like well, you know they had to for TV, like they had to because we're gonna explore his back. Like I'm sure he's gonna end up killing kids, but we gotta explore. Well, I know he is. I mean, like the fact that he's like all boohoo about it, and I'm like, dude, you were about to murder everybody on freaking Suicide Squad. So like, that's just that's character arc for you, brother. I'm into it. And I like Vigilante. I'm in on Vigilante. Vigilante is yeah. dope. Like, I'm all in on this show, man. I like the cast. I'm all in on Eagly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good comedy. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, so it's going to hold us down for January. It'll be, it'll be better than this Mar- these Marvel trash stuff. But I mean, you know, Oof. granted, the Secret Invasion does have a pretty strong cast, you know, with you know, Hawkeye's not that bad. Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, I mean, those are big names. Uh, yeah, that Hawkeye's should be good. Half decent. Hawkeye's not um, bad. Like you just had to go in with X. Ex- like, what did you expect from Hawkeye, man? I didn't expect no big, big thing. Like it's a small. Like I expected Arrow, and I'm getting Arrow. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Not. Not. He ain't been shooting as much. <laughs> not nearly no, as much. You haven't seen episode three, so. Yeah. True. Um. 
next up, Spider-Man star Tom Holland is going to play legendary actor, dancer, and singer Fred Astaire in an upcoming biopic for Sony. Um, this was recently talked about by uh, Amy Pascal, Spider-Man producer, who also mentioned that Holland would probably be in another trilogy of Spider-Man films. I, look, I can't, I can't, I can't take credit for this amazing joke, and it's probably true. Shout out to, uh, uh, I think his name is Ahmed on Twitter. He's on Twitter, but he tweeted that Sony has Spider-Man in a 360 label deal. For those out there that doesn't know what a 360 deal is, that Sony's like, bruh, we signed you to probably like 10 pictures. You got to do all of this. You got like a measly $5 million. You're going to be in every movie we say you're going to be in, Tom, because you Spider-Man. Why the hell is Tom Holland playing the Fred Astaire, bro? Like every Sony movie this dude is in, I know he's sick of Sony. I know he's sick of him. I bet, dude. But I mean, like Fred Astaire actually sounds like something he would do based on like some of his stuff, uh, interests outside of spider-man so mm-hmm. like it made the casting made sense to me but it is just like another interesting thing of somebody just got that chokehold on him and he saw oh he was already trying to be like yeah i may not do many more spider-man then sony's like no nah, you, you're doing spider-man bro like we're, we're, we love this partnership with marvel it's we, we, just, we just we just uh, got venom in in on your universe and morbius like so. you are you are about to be the like our character is going to be the Tony Stark of Marvel. You best believe you're going to be in movies as an adult. Like we've put up with the kid years. You're about to be Toby, brother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, next story, we guys, um, there's a bidding war amongst Hollywood's major studios over an untitled racing film that has Brad Pitt attached to star. The mm-hmm. film will be held by Top Gun Mavericks director Joseph Kosinski. Uh, with Paramount blockbuster screenwriter Ron Kruger and producer Jerry Bruckhammer also in the mix. While no information is provided yet on what the story of the film will examine, we hear that British Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton is involved in some capacity. Paramount has joined in the bidding war uh, with studios like MGM, Sony, Universal, Disney, and Netflix. Uh, Apple and Amazon are also in the hunt as well. So it is truly a bidding war for this Brad Pitt racing film. Okay. okay. Formula One. <clears throat> okay, that's cool. Wait and see what's up. I need to well, see I mean, I, it makes sense first. because, you know, Formula One has kind of become like Big. this underground sports hit. Like I, 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 people, I got people ask me, I'm like, do, do you watch Formula One? I'm like, I did when I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch it right now. I just like, know I don't Lewis watch Hamilton. it anymore. I just know Lewis Hamilton's kicking ass. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that he's a big, big name in Formula One. So a Formula One movie with Brad Pitt is probably going to make tons of money. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Nicholas Cage is going to play Dracula in Universal's Renfeld, a monster movie centering not on the infinite, infamous vampire, but rather his notorious lackey that's going to be played by Nicholas Holt. Um, Aquafina was also cast this week in an unnamed role. So Aquafina, Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Holt. Okay. Vampire movie. We'll All see. right. We'll see how that goes. Nicholas Holt's career is just going down the drain since he didn't get the Batman. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Pretty much. Like I was watching, you know, I watched the great his like uh show on Hulu or whatever, and I'm just like, dude, you were almost Batman. So good choice by Matt Reeves. He made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, he's always got the the beast. Dude's never gonna be beast again. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Uh, next up, we got Rob Schneider is joining the cast of writer director Rick Bieber's indie Dead Wrong. He'll be alongside Cress Williams, Katrina Bowden, Derek Smith, Chelsea Debo, Rosalie Ward, and Chet Hanks. Uh, the crime drama based on K.E. Clark's novel Deadly Instinct follows Billy Evans, uh, who is played by Derek Smith, a narcissist of psychotic proportions who blinded with jealousy over the wealth accumulated by his best friend and local mob boss, Chet Hanks, <laughs> schemes to steal his infant son to obtain a multi-million dollar settlement from the hospital's insurance company. In doing so, he ignites a chain reaction that overwhelms the lives of his now suicidal wife, her nymphomatical younger sister, with whom he's having an affair, a deeply indebted gambling and alcoholic lawyer played by Schneider, a Brooklyn-born bookmaker pimp murderer, a rural ex-con seeking redemption from his angelic wife and a hard-nosed insurance investigator. Played by Chris Williams. Okay. At first, I was like, who's the lead star of this? Is it Rob Schneider? Like, I don't know no, how interesting it is. Okay. That 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 has me a little bit. But more. and Chet, but Chet Hanks is in prominent role as a mob boss. So <laughs> that that's enough for me to want to watch. People saw your honor and was like, Oh yeah, that Chet Hanks guy. Let's get him in. You know me, man. I, I I'm a fan of Chet ever since. The Jamaican accents. People didn't like it. I liked it. Liked White Boy Summer. Loved him in your honor as the junkie from New Orleans. Loved him in New Orleans. So like you said, Chet Hanks is enough to get me out of bed to watch this show. Yeah, so that sounds pretty interesting. I'm interested to figure out where that lands. Um, Next up, we got Ghosted. That was the big news this week that Ghosted, the uh, Apple Films, original films, romantic action comedy, uh, from Dexter Fletcher is now going to star Chris Evans and Ana de Armas instead of Scarlett Johansson, who leaves due to scheduling conflicts. Hey, Chris Evans, brother, you 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 leveled up, my G. Like Ana de Armas is is amazing. Like Team On over here. Is Chris Evans married? If he's not, I think so. If he's not, brother, <laughs> look, Ben Affleck did it. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Craig tried. <laughs> yeah. He should maybe try. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, Wild. Daniel Craig definitely tried. Daniel Craig tried so much. He was like, wait, I had fun in Knives Out. Let me, let me see if I can maybe make this work in uh, James Bond. Andormus <laughs> um, is great. So good for, good for Chris, good for Ghosted and good for her. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. He might, he might be single, man. Who, if he's single, then. Hey, shoot or shoot. Chris Evans has a good track record. We'll see. He is a beauty. Uh, I, I gotta say, Chris Evans is my favorite Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, like, yeah. I, like I was team Chris Pine. Like I was, I was, I was holding out Chris Pine over here, loving him. But I watched Snowpiercer again the other day. Chris Evans is that guy, man. Like, he is really good in Snowpiercer. Like, I'm ready to see his post-Marvel career because I do think he's the best Chris. Like the gray man, the gray needs to be good. Him and Ryan got that has to be good. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's definitely got a good slate coming up. Knives out was great for him. That was big. That was good. So we'll see. Um, 
Next story, we got Michelle Monaghan, Jody Turner-Smith, and Meredith Hager have all been cast in the upcoming Apple drama, Bad Monkey. We've talked about it before. It comes from Ted Lasso co-creator Bill Lawrence and Vince Vaughn, based on Carl Hyacinth's 2003 novel, The Same Name. It tells the story of a one-time detective demoted to restaurant inspector in Southern Florida. A severed arm found by a tourist um, out fishing pulls Yancey the main character back into the world of greed and corruption that decimates the land and environment in both Florida and the Bahamas. Michelle Monaghan is going to play Bonnie, a mysterious woman trapped in an abusive, loveless marriage. She complicates Yancey's life, both personally and professionally, as a secret from her past resurfaces. Jody Turner-Smith will play Dragon. Uh, or no, she's going to play Dragon Queen, a.k.a. Gracie. She's both revered and feared. Uh, on Andros as she practices Obia alongside her contentious grandmother. Hager, who is best known from Vacation Friends, if you're trying to remember who she is. Great movie. Uh, she will play Eve. She's questioned by Yancey about her dead husband and he feels she might know more than she's saying. Okay. I'm not mad so at this. I, it's a, those are three solid names to add to this cast with Vince Vaughn and this Apple show, so bring it on. Yeah. Turner Smith is great, and and Hagner was good in a uh, vacation from she was. That's a uh, really good search party too. That was um uh my man John Cena's wife in uh, yeah. vacation. She's Friends. hilarious. Yeah, she is. She was great. So this um, sounds dope. Yeah. Next up, Cara Delevingne's gonna join season two of Only Murders in the Building. She'll play Alice, a sophisticated art world insider who becomes enmeshed in the mystery. Of this course she become, is. Of course she's in this fucking this show. show. Has become a Anyone who's friends with Selena Gomez and wants to get on get on screen. Jesus. And I hate that people like this show. Like, I'm so anti this show. I tried to give it a shot. Oh, it's just, it's not my thing. It's not good. It's not for me. But boy, do it. I mean, yeah, it, it ended blah. People love it, it on Twitter. People love really? it. Yeah. I'm just I definitely like, think it deserves a second season just to kind of finish up finish up and see where i could go mm. beyond but i don't you know we'll see how, how it goes after that so interesting story here rupaul's drag race is going to return for season 14 with a two-part premiere on friday january 7th and 8th uh, a gaggle of 14 queens will buy for a hundred thousand dollar grand prize including the show's first ever heterosexual cisgender male contestant maddie metamorphosis the first heterosexual queen to compete on Drag Race, Maddie, is from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and performs as a camp and comedy queen. Oof! I don't know how this is going to go over with the fans. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was a really interesting story to bring in. The it's first a, it, heterosexual. It's a, it's a comedy bit. And it's a com. Yeah, and it's a comedy bit. That's shocking. If 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 this show is still on YouTube and people could see my face from like, the south. That's a comedy. No. Yo, but hey, it's RuPaul's show. If anybody like I can't say nothing about it. It's RuPaul's show. RuPaul, RuPaul's part of the community. He can pick and choose. But the fact that it's a comedy bit to me is like, yeesh. Yeah, I, I almost want to just I'm, I probably I never watched the show, but I kind of just want to see the train. I just want to see like this what's guy happen with this with this guy. Like, like what, 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 what's this guy trying to get out of it? Like, is he trying to be like faint, like 
his his comedy career boost up like that's I what just i'm just don't understand. yeah i don't know I don't i'm know. just trying to get with like it's what, it's uh, it, <laughs> it definitely is and not like jesus dude i just don't know like i just don't uh, twitter's gonna be erupt every week when this yeah. is going on but like i said rupaul's part of the community if he accepted him then hey who am i to say anything but just the fact that it's his comedy bit just i just keep saying i keep saying that it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable uh, next story we got six years ago a grandma a grandma in arizona mistakenly invited a stranger to her thing oh my gosh and now it's going to become <laughs> a uh and now it's going to become a netflix movie I asked my uh, girlfriend, thing, why is this a fucking text, movie? <laughs> the Thanksgiving text will recount the true tale that began in 2016 when Wanda Dench thought she was texting her grandson to check it if he would be over for Turkey Day. Apparently, she had the wrong cell phone number. She accidentally <laughs> checked, texted Jamal Hinton, a high school senior, who accepted her invitation anyway and has intended her feast every year since. Why is this a fucking movie? Like, what are we fucking doing? But hey, at least... You know what? Now we'll have a Thanksgiving holiday classic. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. This is the new Thanksgiving flick. <laughs> the, new, the new Thanksgiving must watch. Bro, what the fuck is this? Like, this is 100 percent hate. Like, if you've if I've ever sounded like a hater on any of the podcasts you guys have heard me on, this is the one time you can say, damn, Lennon's hating. I'm hating. Like, this is hate. Who, who's getting cast in this? That's the question. Like, are we about to cast Sandra Bullock as the old lady? Like, no. <laughs> like, what are we fucking doing? Like, Part of her deal with Netflix. This is just trash. But like, good for that. Good for that family. I hope the boy and the old lady are now millionaires. I hope they get a role in the movie. Yeah, it's like extras. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, they should be. They should have got that in their contract, but they better be millionaires now. If not, then then they got shafted. Best wrong text ever. Netflix is just fucking just throwing money away. Netflix, if y'all want to throw some money away, we got some story ideas that'll actually like make y'all some money. Hit us up. <laughs> this is just throwing money away. Um, but that moves us in the movie on the rise. What you got this week? I don't even know what's coming out this week. So not, exactly. I didn't I didn't think I heard of anything. Um I was just gonna say the kind of stuff that I was watching. Um you know, I'm what I'm kept kept up on everything that's going on right now. Yeah, you know, uh, Bachelorette's pretty much the men tell all is this week and then it ends next week. Uh good. Um I I guess I may have glossed over it. Yeah, one of the stories I did have is that Clayton was announced to be the next star of The Bachelor. We already knew that. Mm. Um, but they, the controversy around that is that they're picturing him as like this underdog where there was another contestant on the show who was like calling himself the underdog the whole time and it wasn't Clayton. And he just got eliminated. And then they announced Clayton and he's like, I'm the underdog. That was kind of like smack in the face to him. Oh, but, shit. Oh, shit, Schubert. No, there's something coming out this week. That's going to be ill. And I'm so upset. Neither of us are on this show. 20 somethings. Austin drops this week, baby. <laughs> December 10th. It's going to be oh, yeah. lit. I'm hype. Oh, I'm watching this. I am watching. That's this. on Netflix, right? Uh-huh. Real world Netflix, baby. Coming yeah. December 10th. I'm ready. That's going to be lit. Also, 
voyeur. Film lovers examine uh, the cinematic moments that thrilled, perplexed, challenged, and forever changed them. I always like watching movie documentaries on like the favorite films. It's coming from David yeah. Fincher as well. So that'll be dope. But like, and then, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no. Keep going. But yeah, no, that's that's my that's my shit. Twenty somethings, Austin, uh, Voyeur, or well, it's not Voyeur, it's it's Voir, because yeah, Voir, and then uh, The Witcher comes next week, so yeah, next week, yeah, yep. Um, so. the only thing that I'm watching right now because I have never watched it before uh, is Ozark. Oh, you've been watching that? How do you like that? It's pretty good. That's oh oh I, I've been you know what I've been watching on Netflix? Kevin Hart's True Story. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It's, oh. it's pretty good. Basically, it's Kevin Hart as like this comedian known as the kid who's like super popular and he goes for a night out. He's been six months sober. Wesley snipes his brother, convinces him to get drunk, and then a girl ends up dead in his room. And it's about how he gets rid of it and gets out of the situation. And it's a dark spiraling story it's very interesting to see kevin hart in this in this way i enjoy it damn maybe i'll watch that also the power of the dog is out which is like for our oscar listeners the uh benedict cumberbatch western that people are saying like is gonna win some stuff so i'll wait and see yeah i haven't watched it yet but you know it's out on Um, netflix well let's jump in talking about super crooks real quick good start to the show in my opinion, you know, uh, the first episode, I was solid. worried that it was solid. I was worried that like it was going to be anthology because mm. like, I got because I thought that like that was going to be one thing. I was like, well, I want to know what happens to this dude. And then I saw that it was a continuing continuing. I was like, oh, OK, OK, that's old Johnny Bolt himself, man. I Very interesting to see how he started off as wanting to be a hero. And then having something happen to him where it deters his dream and he goes the other way. A lot of a lot of idiots. I saw that coming a mile away. I was like, okay, yeah, the electric guy is going to make his debut at the pool. I mean, it was it. Look, he could have stayed over the grass. Like maybe he should have stayed over the grass. Maybe that guy shouldn't have been a douche. Like maybe maybe that guy shouldn't have been a douche with his horrible blonde mullet with black sideburn side hair fade fucker and then but I, I i thought this the whole time i'm watching couldn't it johnny bolt have been like super rich and just been undercover this whole time by just walking up to atms cashing them out and then walking away like that's what i'd have did if i was him i would have never tried to do heist i'd have never tried to put myself in the forefront i'd have just walked to ATMs. But that goes into his whole hero complex like he wants he wants the pageantry to be known yeah see i'd have just walked well, to all the all the atms of the world and just hit them up and then went, went about my business well i mean and that goes into like his dilemma later on when he's like you know doing the heist with the idiot boys <laughs> or like you know listen to his girlfriend he definitely should listen to his girlfriend yeah his girlfriend's smart who has He's great powers. Power. Yes, yeah, she yeah. can put illusions in people's mind. Although that bad luck power is not that bad if he used it the right way. The bad luck power isn't bad. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool power. Exactly. I thought the same thing when I saw that. I do enjoy the powers of this world. I think it's interesting. It's in the... Um, in the... Jupiter Legacy first. Yeah. Poor Jupiter's Legacy. Makes me think it maybe can make a comeback if Super Crooks is popular. 
maybe i think what's crazy that i found about the show is that how the bad guys are you know they're bad or whatever but the heroes are terrible yeah like the one the rubber ball dude who was just like destroying houses and and all that i was like dude dude sucks sucks, sucks. like all but in see that i think that's the dichotomy of it showing like these villains aren't necessarily these bad people where these heroes are like hero complexes. They do too much. And it's very interesting. I think Johnny Bolt's a very interesting character. Like it reminds me of my hero of like gentle of like how gentle wanted to be a hero and like just got caught up in the whole I'm a villain situation. It just happened. that Yeah. Way. yeah. Um, but it, it's, you know, the whole deal with the heist that he pulls up with a try and pull off whatever and like what the praetorian is a pretty crazy hero yeah i feel like he's coming back he's definitely coming back he might be the big bad of the show i'm assuming yeah i think so i'm i'm just interested to see what's up with the mob boss the head guy the leader of the the network the legendary villain yep the guy that you mean the guy yeah yeah you mean yeah you mean the guy who's the the leader of the villain core mm-hmm. the dude and, they're gonna rob yeah Duh. so yeah i'm interested in all of that and like okay this dude gets to send food and stuff to prisons and like throw parties like this guy's powerful and he just makes people's head explode I mean, and it is cool that like you know it's though it is in the jupiter legacy verse it is pretty much a straight up anime yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy that as well. It looks beautiful, animated yeah. very well. I know people love Arcane, and I'm gonna do an Arcane review some point this week. But like, I enjoy Super Crooks a lot more. Arcane, you don't have to know about League, but like, if you knew about League, it makes it better. Um, well, other thing I'll say about Super Crooks is um, they got that Jujutsu Kaisen dance animation. Yes, they do. In there, but their song's not as good. No. <laughs> but Super Crooks is solid. Y'all definitely should check that out. It's definitely worth the watch. Uh, let's talk Hawkeye, I guess. Episode, okay, two. episode two. Adam, episode two. Right, right. It was all right. Yeah, it was fine. It was just more um, expanding on, like, Kate and Hawkeye and all that stuff. and like The with, dynamic. Yeah, and, like, learning about Ronin and, like, that shit and, like, how Clint's super sad. He doesn't have uh, Scar Joe. He feels responsible. That type of shit. Yeah. It's just um, more talking. Not a lot of bow and arrow usage. This is, they don't get to, does it get in the point in the second episode? Because I know it ends with her coming through the top of the glass. Yeah. But like, does he, does he tell them that, that Ronan or uh, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow killed Ronan? Um, three? I think that's a. I I don't think that happens in episode two. Okay. Well, spoiler for episode three. He tells them that <laughs> killed Ronan, Ronan. To, to like make her more of a hero. No, I just mean, so that they couldn't backtrack. Like, uh, because like if Ronan's dead and Black Widow's dead, then like, mm, what do they do? Yeah, fair enough. But like, I don't know. I don't, how does that make sense? Is it? Don't people know he killed Black Widow, or do people not know that? People don't know that. Okay, just uh, just us, the audience, and his kids. Just us, the audience, and like the his family, who, the people in the know. Yeah. Okay. Like Fair you enough. know, Julia Louis Dreyfus. 
Yeah, true, 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 true. Waiting for Florence to show up. What, she wasn't in episode three. She wasn't the girl with the mask with the uh with the three with the with the like the splinter cell look going on. She might be. I don't know. I don't remember that. Oh, but maybe I, that's in episode four. That's the trailer for episode four. Never mind. That's coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, she's in. She she. People are speculating that she's the one with the splinter cell mask because that's kind of how her person looks in the comics the other theory that i have that is out there right now oh you haven't seen episode three so, never so you like about well no I, I know that kingpin's probably in episode three well yeah yeah but it's more about echo and her flashback like you do kingpin is in episode three in her flashback mm-hmm. uh, but we'll talk about that more next week all right fair enough fair enough and we'll talk about both three and four but i i am hyped that echo's there because that means mad murdoch's coming soon well matt murdoch was confirmed by feige Today yeah, he is in no way home. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's talk about the best show on TV right now. Boy, was it good. I'm glad the boys are back. Do you watch their pod? Do you listen to their podcast? I do. I do. I, I've 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 listened to the first one, and then when I was listening to it, I was like, I need to watch the episode. The episode about, and Dan listened to it. Yes, and so I, I stopped. I've been doing that, and like, I love it. It's great. Like hearing what they say, and like they. It, Bro, they were when they were talking, they made me feel so old. They were like, Yeah, man, we were 20, we were 27, 28 when we first started doing this. And now we're like 40 something. And they were shit, they were shitting on themselves. They were like, we were too old. All our friends had done all their cool shit. And I'm just sitting there like, damn, 27. What cool shit are we doing? Over here? <laughs> dudes hey, had me, dudes had me sad, but like. It's always Sunny's great. I think they they broke the record for most long running uh network television show with this season. So shout out to yeah. them. But the first episode was the one. Like we always wanted to know their pandemic, what they did during the pandemic, how did they take the pandemic? I thought they could have I thought they did it tastefully because they could have did it a lot different. And I think hearing their podcast shows on how much they've grown as writers of trying to do things not as overt and over the top and trying to be a little bit more curb and Seinfeldy and less like what they were in season one and season two. <laughs> yeah. More cerebral jokes instead yeah. of shock. Instead of shock and all. Cause they could have took, they could have, if if I'll say this, ep, this episode would have looked a lot different in season two of their hands. Sure. Because like the whole just the way that the scene with Charlie and Frank doing the mask thing, that could have been a whole nother 15 minute bit like that would have been. They did it where Charlie was like, you old people don't know how to do masks. And they just ended that. They were like, all right, this is over. We're going we're going somewhere else. And that just showed me their restraint as writers with this season. Yeah. I love how he, he walks in that thing and the other dude's like, where's your mask? And he's like... Mm-hmm. It, 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 it worked. It did. And I, I think out of all of them, I think I like Frank's the most of like the fact that he died, was dying old men's hair and going crazy and then ended up dying Rudy Giuliani's hair. He, he, he's just like a really great storyteller. So like when he tells flashback stories like that, it's just hilarious. It, it works. Like his commentary is really good. I honestly think Mac and Dennis had the weakest one. They probably did, but it was also, but what was really funny about it is like the severity that it caused. They were like, they, they, where the, uh, the, the, whoever the dude was, and he's like, 
So you guys played a part in like the, the voter, the voter <laughs> recounts. He's like, no, we probably were the cause of the voter recounts. Yeah. <laughs> All because of McNabb versus Rocky. McNabb versus Rocky. <laughs> and then Charlie and D with the making mask and pelts and costumes for the insurrection. <laughs> well, about Charlie, you know, he's just like, I, you know, I just I don't really like calling. D the B word, but you know she she's just being bitch. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> but the best part, the best part of that whole episode is at the end when they're going through, and the guy's like, "There's no fucking way y'all are Forrest Gump, and y'all just were a part of every big thing in the world." And the fact that they were part of the PPP scandal was just beautiful. But the best part was at the end. When they're like, let's go jam some Kanye. And it goes through all the different events. And you see them photoshopped in. And you just see D and Charlie at the insurrection with the vote for Kanye. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> or Frank with his hair dyed, standing next to Rudy Giuliani at the thing. Yeah, but, you know, but the, what was super uh. funny was the swerve. Because like, you know, you think the whole time that they were voting Trump. for Trump and like in the Kanye like, thing. No, comes. Trump. <laughs> Kanye was our guy. Yeah. But it makes it, sense. It makes sense. It does. And they did a really good job that whole episode of just being like, yeah, you know, our guy got shafted. <laughs> He's so mad. He's so awesome on stage. <laughs> He's so good on stage. He has a lot of charisma. The liberal elite media doesn't like him, which I mean, they didn't like Kanye. <laughs> okay. That was awesome. That was all, yeah, that was all really smart. And then, you know, episode two, doing more lethal weapon. Um, but I love know, like it. we talked about earlier on, it was, you know, uh, a lot of inside baseball stuff. But I mean, if you've been watching Always Sunny up to this point, then, you know, all the inside baseball. Yeah. So. And also with that, with with that uh, season two, the last season only had a couple good episodes like it was thunder gun express last season have to look that, up. that was epi- that was episode two but then after that last season really kind of was a bunch of misses man like that's why i'm so just hype on this season and i feel like they got their mojo back because last season comes with the gang chokes the gang texts like the texting one was a good episode where they go to the meerkat shit they got the janitor always mops twice where they do the black and noir thing. The gang solves global oh, yeah. warming, which was whatever. Patty's has a jumper was good. Yeah. A woman's right to chop was whatever. And then waiting for Big Mo, the uh, the, the laser tag was OK. So season 14 was kind of subpar. And to start season 15 off with with this. Yeah. Time's up for the gang was 14. That was that's them doing their thing. But 15 that started off with year in review, which was great. And then lethal weapon to give you a deep cut bringing back pepper jack i just thought it worked oh and they do have the descriptions for the net, for the rest and we're getting two oh, more yeah. episodes we're, they're doing two a week which is dope yeah so the next this week we got the guys the, where the gang buys a roller ring mm-hmm. and it's a and it's a flashback episode and i past, think that's gonna be good and innocent dennis learns the horrifying details of frank's business a truly sweet d is excited to head off to hollywood while charlie and max shops at the roller rink are in jeopardy this is where mac dressed up and all that charlotte horn gear that's gonna be a great episode and then the the episode after that is the gang replaces d with a monkey 
Because D's going through menopause. Yeah. <laughs> they scramble to find a new employee for Patty's pub, and then Dee decides to put her acting career on hold t- in order to mentor young actors. I'm telling you, man, I think they're refreshed. I think they got it again. I think they got it again. The first two episodes this, this year showed me they got it again because 15 was 15 was shaking. I just think McElhaney working on um doing um a mythic quest, Dennis and Charlie Day oh, wow. and the, in the break. And after, and after that, the whole rest of the season is on location. Oh nice. It's all in Ireland. Oh all yeah, because the they're, they're going away. Yeah. This is gonna be I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm ready for it. No, the one thing that I, I do want to catch and maybe talk about it next week if you I may be able to give you a paramount, paramount plus to watch it, but the, the South Park COVID deal. Oh, I can watch South that. Park. Is it on Amazon? Like is it part of Amazon's no, I Paramount it's, I Plus? Think it's only on oh yeah, would be yeah. Okay, well then yeah, I can watch it. All right. Yeah, I'll watch that. People in my group chat were going crazy about it because they're South Park fans. They love that shit. Yeah, I need to watch it. All right, yeah, I'll check that out. But it's always sunny, man. Every Wednesday, I'm gonna be watching. I'm into it. This week's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, Lyndon, let the people know where they can find you on social media, what's going on with the Bros Who Think Network. And you can follow me at LimbyWT, follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. A lot of good stuff. Anime Talks out now. One Piece manga review. BWT Pod's going to be out on Thursday. We're rolling. Also, Run It Back will be out this week. The movie is purchased. I just got to watch it. I've already watched it before, but I just got to watch it again, take some notes. And Glorious Bastards, we're doing it. But I know y'all are like Christmas time. I know we promised we would do some Christmas movies. We will next week. Schubert and I are either going to review a Christmas movie or talk about TV Christmas special, something. And then I'm going to try to get the guys to come back for two running backs, baby. <laughs> get us, get us at least one Christmas movie on running back before Christmas season starts. I don't know which one we do, but it'd have to be some fire, like probably like the best one. What elf? It have to be like, maybe not the elf maybe the santa claus I mean, it's gotta be like the santa like, claus i don't know i feel like it's gotta be something something that's like vacation lampoon vacation could do the vampoon vacation I, I, I could get behind could doing do that yeah i could get behind doing that i could definitely get behind doing that could i'm okay if y'all want to do elf like i understand how elf is for the people i'm not the biggest I'm elf the, guy ian's but... ian likes the grinch so i don't know oh, where he's at we could do the grinch but like that's where me and you would get into an arguing match of like which one's better, the OG animated or Jim Carrey's bitch ass. Yeah, it's the animated. So. Oh wait, I thought you, I, I thought you were the Jim Carrey he likes, guy. He likes the Jim Carrey. Oh, it's and him Jim that Jim. likes the Jim. Okay, I like the animated. Yeah, it's the OG and I'm with you. I'm with you. It's the OG animated. That's the one, like for sure. Well, we'll figure that out. But yeah, run it back this week. And Glorious Bastards, you guys voted on it, and it's it's there. We're doing it. I'm excited to get back into Tarantino. And then we're going to go back to do some holiday stuff and then jump right back into real movies because that Halloween thing set us back. I'm going to just be honest. Halloween, we we did it for y'all. It set us back. And, and I'm, I, there's a lot of good real movies out there that we need to do. Not saying Halloween movies aren't real. Sorry to the horror people out there, but like, there's a lot of good movies we need to do. Like Gladiator's been sitting on Netflix waiting for us to just review it. <laughs> it's going to be gone soon. We need to, yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> like Halloween set us back. Like, do you know how many good movies are on HBO Max right now? Ton. I'm Ton, been watching like, them. And they're so good. Like, huh, we'll get to it, though. It's coming soon enough. 
All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ashuber 14 Make sure you listen back to any old episodes of Bros Who Binge. We do have some good reviews back there. Um, you know, maybe try and figure out which Christmas stuff we did because we did do Christmas movies last Christmas, I believe. Yeah, we did. That's why, that's why I think we're going to lean towards the TV shows this time. Um, Doing but, the uh, Festivus than, episode. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one. But uh, other than that, I hope everyone out there has a great week and catches us next week. So stay safe. And as always, keep binging.